Hello, hello, fellow romantics. Ugh, I have a horrible cold. Actually, I'm feeling a lot better, but I had a horrible cold. I guess it's no surprise after the intense weeks that my body acted up. Anyway, I recorded the episode just before the cold started, so it does sound a lot better than I am sounding right now. So let's get to it. Welcome to the Lesbian Romantic Podcast. This is Worth the Risk, Part 35, Bart. Raven was always excited to get off a plane, but she was extra excited and relieved today. She quickly followed the arrow for non-EU citizens, pulling her favorite suitcase behind her. She hadn't slept at all on the flight. She felt surprisingly alert. She saw that it was a lot less busy at the Brussels airport than the last time she had been here. She made it from the gate to the passport check in under 10 minutes. Only two people stood in line, They both ignored the boxes marked with tape on the floor. The tape had lost most of its color. Raven joined the line in front of the booth, not paying much attention to what was happening in the rest of the hall. Instead, she pulled out her phone and activated the mobile internet. She had promised her boss to check her email whenever she could, and she was determined to make good on that promise. Raven didn't mind working now and then while she was here. She wouldn't overdo it like she used to. Losing her focus had taught her that the world didn't stop turning when she wasn't working all the time. Raven smiled as she thought of how easy it had been to get time off. Her boss had been blown away by the proposal Raven had sent in. Raven's working conditions had dramatically improved in less than a week. Her boss had asked Raven to take on more challenging clients. That was basically a promotion because there was more money to earn. It also gave Raven more scheduling freedom because the projects were much longer. The first project she was assigned to was for a company that recycled plastic into jewelry and other small objects. She loved that she could finally work for a client that made a difference in the world. Because of these changes, it had become so much easier to focus on work. Raven was grateful for the distraction as well, because her anxiety about coming back to Belgium had gotten worse every day. She still hadn't heard from Natalie, but that was to be expected at this point. It was the reason Raven was here, after all. She knew that if she wanted closure for herself and for Natalie, she was the one who had to take the initiative. Raven smacked her lips as she scrolled through her emails. She hadn't missed much overnight. It was early morning in Atlanta now. Everyone had been asleep while Raven was crossing the ocean. A message from Jasmine came in, though. You arrive, okay? Love you, it said. Raven smiled and nodded. She replied to her sister, letting her know that the flight was fine and that she loved her, too. Jasmine had been surprisingly supportive of Raven's last-minute trip to Belgium. Raven had called her sister the same night she had booked the tickets and spoken to Kim. Jasmine had been surprised, but had told Raven to follow her heart. Raven didn't like to think of this trip as following her heart. 
It sounded too much like she was coming here to get back together with Natalie. That was a hope she didn't allow herself. The line moved and Raven put away the phone in her back pocket. A second booth had opened up and she was suddenly next in line. She reached for her passport and took in a deep breath. Kim knew Raven was arriving in Belgium today. They had exchanged a few texts in the past few days. That's how Raven knew that Natalie would be at Kim's place tonight. Kim had suggested Raven join her there. She would leave them to talk. Raven wondered if Kim had told Natalie about the plan. They had agreed she wouldn't, but you never knew, right? And if Kim had told Natalie, was there a chance that Natalie was waiting for her just outside? Raven knew it was a lot to hope for, and a lot to ask for from Natalie. Chances that she had come to pick her up were very slim. Still, part of her hoped to see Natalie standing there like in one of those romantic movies. Next, a voice said, pulling Raven from her daydreaming. She walked up to the border agent and handed him her passport. After a short inspection, she was waved through. Raven hurried away from the agent and toward the entrance hall. The doors slid open and a small crowd appeared. Raven's eyes scanned every face and every figure in the distance. No one looked familiar. She swallowed and walked past a family that ran toward someone walking behind Raven. Raven glanced around one more time. Her chest hurt as she desperately looked for Natalie's silhouette. She could clearly picture what Natalie had looked like that last time with her hair messy and the linen pants crinkled. Raven found the signs to the train station and followed them. She couldn't help but smile as she remembered how she had struggled to keep up with Natalie. The smile disappeared when she reached the escalators to the train platform alone this time. The thought of sitting on a train alone wasn't very appealing. But Raven also didn't want to sit in a taxi to Ghent. She preferred to relive her first trip as much as she could. The train ride was less than an hour. It was probably faster than a taxi too. And Raven wanted to get to Ghent as fast as she could. That's where Natalie was, after all. She was getting close now. In just a few hours, she would finally see Natalie again. She just hoped Natalie would want to see her, too. Raven was not prepared for the rain. It hadn't stopped pouring since she had arrived in Ghent. She had planned to walk to her hotel and enjoy the city, but had had to take the tram instead. Raven had booked a hotel in the middle of the historical city center. It wasn't the same hotel she had been at before, that hotel had been fully booked, but it wasn't too far away from it. Unfortunately, she had arrived before her room was ready. She had opted to leave her luggage with the concierge rather than wait another two hours at the hotel bar. She hadn't been able to change, which sucked, but Raven hadn't let that stop her from going into town. Because of the rain, a walk by the water was not an option. Raven had located the shopping area and basically hopped from one store to the next instead. She wasn't really looking at what the stores had to offer, though. Everywhere she went, 
she hoped to spot Natalie walking around. Raven knew the odds were small, of course. Natalie was probably working at her new job. Unfortunately, Raven had no idea where that was. She had been tempted to ask him, but had decided not to push her luck with Natalie's best friend. Plus, hanging around some office building hoping to see Natalie would probably make her look like a bit of a creep. Her phone rang just as she walked into a small bookstore. She took off her hood and cap before answering her phone. Both were soaked and she had to be careful not to get water on any of the books. Hello, she said, pulling at the zipper of her coat. The water was dripping down at her feet. Hello? A woman answered. She sounded far away. Is this Raven? Yes, Raven said, stepping into a corner of the shop. It's Kim. Hey, Kim, Raven replied, excited. I just arrived in Ghent. I'm at a bookstore, something with paw-paw. I'm, I'm not sure how you pronounce it. Great, Kim said, sounding much less enthusiastic than Raven was. That's a great store. Raven tilted her head. Her cheek was damp from the rain and stuck to the screen of her phone. There's a problem, Kim said. Yes, Raven asked, rubbing her forehead. What's going on? She struggled to keep her voice calm. It's, um, it's Natalie, Kim explained. She, um... A pause. Raven's mind raced. Had Natalie found out that she was here and had her response been bad? Did she have COVID and was she stuck in quarantine? She's in Barcelona, Kim finally said. Barcelona? Raven repeated. She stepped out of the corner to make room for another store visitor, careful not to bump into the piles of books on the table. Yes, she left yesterday morning, Kim continued, her voice quiet. Raven was struggling to understand what Kim was saying. Barcelona? In Spain? <clears throat> yes, Kim said after clearing her throat. So she won't be there tonight? Raven asked in disbelief. I'm afraid not, Kim replied after a second. Fuck, Raven cursed, feeling sick to her stomach. Kim was barely audible when she said, I'm, I'm sorry. Raven covered her mouth, dropping the wet cap. Wait, she mumbled. Did you say she left yesterday morning? I did, Kim answered. She did. Raven shifted the phone to her other ear. And she didn't let you know until now? A long silence followed. Hello? Raven asked, annoyed. The feeling of dread in her belly quickly grew into a ball of fury. When did she tell you? Sunday evening, Kim replied quietly. Sunday evening? Raven balked, ignoring the startled look she was getting from customers in the store. She turned her back on them. Sunday evening? She asked again. I'm sorry I didn't tell you sooner, Kim said. I didn't want you to cancel the trip. Of course I'd have canceled the trip, Raven fumed. I'm here and she's not. Why the hell did you make me come here for nothing? Not for nothing, 
Kim replied. She'll be back tomorrow evening at the latest. You'll see her. Raven took in a deep breath, trying to calm down. She'd only be here until the day after tomorrow. That left very little time to get Natalie to talk to her. Shit, she cursed and bent down to pick up her cap. This is bullshit. Look, I am trying to get her to come back earlier, Kim said. Why don't you come over to my house as planned? Raven shook her head in disbelief at the invitation, but then realized what Kim had said first. What do you mean you're trying to get her to come back earlier? Just leave it up to me, okay? Kim replied. Raven snorted. <laughs> that seems like a bad idea based on how things stand. I know, Kim said. Still, I'm asking you to trust me. Things can't get much worse now, can they? <laughs> I guess not, Raven laughed angrily. Just come over to my house whenever you want. I'm working from home today. I'll make us some food and we can talk. Why spend your time here alone? Text me the address, Raven said, and I'll think about it. Okay, Kim said. I'll do that straight away. Great, Raven replied in a sarcastic tone. We'll text. She hung up the phone. Her heart was thumping in her chest. She wished she could teleport herself back to the hotel and hide in her room. Or even better, teleport herself back to Atlanta. But she was here now, and she would have to make the best of it. Her phone buzzed. It was a message from Kim with an address. Raven copy-pasted it into the Maps app. It was a 30-minute walk. She sighed and looked through the window of the bookstore. At least it stopped raining, she thought. This was part 35 of Worth the Risk. Next thing on my to-do list, record a video, yes, with this cold head, <laughs> um, to thank all the people who have helped me uh, create this episode by supporting my work. Yep, that's everyone on Patreon and everyone on the website who sent me some financial help there. Thank you so much. So look for that video on the website or Patreon. I will post it as soon as possible. And um, yeah, if you too would like to help me keep going, um, you can support my work. You can support everything I do here with this podcast at lesbianromantic.com forward slash support. Um, I hope you are doing as well as possible in these uncertain times with scary wars and inflation and the pandemic. These really are crazy times that we are living in, and I haven't really addressed that lately because my own personal life has been so crazy, I guess. But I know it's a it's a hard reality for many of you, and it is for me too in, in some ways, but I consider myself very lucky for now. Um, but yeah, big hug. Can I give a hug? Can I do a podcast hug? <laughs> anyway, all right. <sighs> I'll see you in two weeks. Bye.
Welcome to the Bells and Whistles Theater. Step inside and follow me into an enchanted realm of sound. It would be my privilege to welcome you to the Bells and Whistles Theater today. Go to the Patreon membership page and see if there's a seat available. Patreon.com slash lesbianromantic.